everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Rama S, Ari Rockefeller, Mako-chan, and Sailor Flair. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Anime Jam Session episode number 85. We are that podcast that talks about anime, cons, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Rama S. I am Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. Mako-chan, you sound kind of stuffed up there. Yeah, I don't think um, going swimming last weekend was a really good idea. Wow, smooth move, x Yeah, well, what can you do It was fun at the when... time. Well, yeah, it was fun at the time, but it was really, really cold. And we I... Drunk. Well, yeah, but, um, yeah, going swimming when it was that cold outside and water that was that cold let me to, you know, actually get sick. Well, on the plus side, it did sober me up within five seconds. See, this is, and I still can't believe I actually jumped in the pool like that, more or less. Jump? You didn't jump. I'm glad I didn't jump. You barely waded in. And I'm glad I barely waded in. (laughs) Oh, and to our listeners who are wondering, last weekend, well, before this past weekend, we went down to South Jersey. No, well, mid-South Jersey, more or less. Central Jersey. Central Jersey to Seaside Heights, and we did Q by the Sea. A lot of barbecue, a lot of food, and... There was a lot of alcohol to be had, so semi-poor life decisions were made. Emphasis on the semi. Yes, because we all stayed fully clothed. Yeah, yes. (laughs) Shut up. I regret nothing and jumped into the pool. I'm pretty sure that the filtration system hadn't been on in weeks. And, oh my... My God, that was the coldest water I have ever jumped in. Well, second coldest water. The coldest was in a a fraternity ritual in the middle of January when I was in college. (laughs) That was cold. It is what it is, you know? So, yeah. I had fun. It was worth it. I think we all did. Oh, yeah. It was very much worth it. Mm -hmm. So I think that's pretty much that's been, that's pretty much our wrap up of of where we've been for the last week or so, hasn't it? Uh, just about. Yeah. I mean. yeah. That and me doing the work of three people more or less at AWA, which was well worth it. I did pick up a Nexus Seven tablet. Yeah. I'm, okay. And okay. Now, wh- now you're talking about that on your, on your profile. What happened? Did you get it to work? I haven't been able to uh, root it yet. I can't, for whatever reason, it, my computer won't even install the drivers for it. So it won't it won't download from the Windows site to install. It will not. It, it just you plug it plug in the uh, USB cable to da da, and I think it just charges. That's about it. It should it should detect. That's just it. Have you tried all the USB ports? Yeah. There's not another computer in the house, is there? Uh, not, there is one, but it's not nearly as advanced as this one. Is it running XP? No. Well, fuck. I would... Yeah, because we had the same problem when, uh, 
you rooted my Kindle. Yeah, but the thing is with your... My laptop wouldn't do it. Your computer wouldn't do it. You had to actually do it on your... Netbook. On your netbook. But remember, that, 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 that I was using older hardware and I had a lot of shit on here, so... If I was to plug your Kindle in now, it wouldn't. that problem would not happen. So maybe what, what can happen is if, if Ari is still going to AAC, he could bring his uh, tablet and I can uh, unlock the bootloader and root that bad boy. I'd like to, but I got jury duty that weekend. Oh, that Friday. shit, son. That, at, the very, at the very best, that is going to you know, severely hinder my plans. At worst, it's going to fuck it up completely because here's something you, you might not know if you don't have everything been tapped for jury duty. You you get this little uh, survey in the mail mm -hmm. which, which tells you, you know, do you speak English? Can you understand the language? And all. And, uh, like, are you a citizen of, you know, in my case, Camden County, New Jersey? And there's this little spot you can, a little uh, couple lines where it says, do you want to, do you want to claim any kind of grievance for not attending jury duty, which is things like, you know, you don't have a job, you can't get off work, you don't get reimbursed from work, which I don't, and you put that down, and that sh <clears throat> that should, you know, help you get out of it. Wrong. Wrong! That didn't happen for me. Well, I'll say this much. If you really want to go, I'm just saying you can go at, at when you get out of jury duty and drive up. Just saying. Mm-hmm. But, uh, wait, that's, that's just the, uh, 17th, the 19th, 24th, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I said, my, uh, yeah, my jury duty is that, is I think the 19th. But I'm saying, and, it, uh, what I'm saying is if you wanted to drive up after jury duty. Mm-hmm, but it says one jury, one day or one trial, so I don't know how long I'm going to end up being, it could be the one day, I mean, I couldn't. Like, just not even get picked at all, and yeah. they say, oh, okay, see you in a couple years. It, but, uh, like I said, I'll just have to wait until... Well, they don't do trials on the weekends anyway, mm -hmm. so even after that day, you'd still be able to go up. Yep. That's one way of looking at it, yeah. Well, Although, if you did get picked to go on a jury, you'd probably start on Monday and be exhausted, which might get you out of being in the jury. <laughs> Well, I like, you can't just claim a, you can't just uh, claim a pathological hatred of all human beings, because that's how you get put on watch lists. Mm. So yeah, I'm. I'm Do what I did. What? Um, I was chosen to go in to be on a jury, and as we're sitting down, they start interviewing the people to make sh like to make sure that you're good for this jury. Oh, I remember what, that process. Mm -hmm. Whatever they where say. I got my news, and I said, I said things like political satire, and that got me out of there right away. Well, yeah, but whatever the um, whatever the trial is about, go up there and say, "Look, I'm sorry, but my mother, my father, my grandmother, my aunt, my sister, my brother, they're going through a similar trial, and I don't think that I would be able to." stay neutral in this. That's exactly how I got out of jury duty. Huh. I'll keep that in mind. Well, holy shit. Yeah, you, you saw the uh, Facebook stats where I said, 
I'll see that Quimby boy hang for this. Nope, nope, mm -hmm. no, not that. Um, the Gaylord Hotels was just acquired by Marriott. Is this good or bad? I think it's a good thing. I'm just kind of surprised that it did. I'm just kind of surprised by it. Huh. We'll find out when we go to MAGFest. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that one. That's for oh, sure. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Okay. And don't forget, um, we are on Vogue Network. Tuesdays, uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we repeat it again Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, the Vogue Network is also look, is actively looking for podcasters and shows who want to be a part of the network. But you have to give a full dedication. You just can't be like, oh, I'll do it three, four episodes later. No, this is too hard. I'm out. We're looking for podcasters who are already established. And by established, I mean you've already done... 10, 11 episodes, and you're still going strong. That, that That's what we mean by establish. So, if you want in, just um, email Bobby, uh, Blackwolf, at Bobby at Vognetwork.com, or head on over to Vognetwork.com for more information. And Let's see, and when we come back from our break, I will talk about Anime Weekend Atlanta, or I like to call it the Convention of Southern Hospitality. As long as you don't call it Hot Atlanta. Uh, no, I wasn't in those areas of AT or Atlanta. And you almost relapsed. <laughs> All, well, sometimes when you're of a particular skin color, shit <laughs> happens. And we will be right back.
you enjoy independent podcasts and would like to support them, check out some of our independent podcasting friends. Check out Orange Lounge Radio at orangeloungeradio.com where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and gamer lifestyle with Sky, Dark Soccer, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on vognetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show at 8 p.m. Eastern and 5 p.m. Pacific. Video games and gamer talk at bobbyblackwolf.com. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Hordehouse with Sky and Exifer weekly at Hordehouse.com. If you want more of a female perspective of what we do here on Anime Jam Session, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandalicious at ElectricSisterhood.com with new shows every week. If you prefer geek, pop culture, and sci-fi, check out PopCulture.net and the Geek Culture Network. And also check out the Brooklyn Otaku, a brand new anime podcast, Friends of Ours. You can find them at Facebook.com slash The Brooklyn Otaku. So, this past weekend had me in the deep, 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 near deep south of Atlanta, Georgia. For I'm sorry. <sighs> Given how the weekend turned out, I'm kind of sorry, but overall it was fucking awesome. But getting down there was a bitch and a half. I saw you ended up missing your first flight. Yep. What happened there? Okay. I decided to go ahead and get a shuttle from Penn Station to JFK. Fifteen dollars. I also measured. Yeah, I measured it out on um on on Lure. Twenty dollars and twenty five cents because I had to get the air train as well. So I said, you know what, fifteen dollars is cheaper and more than likely air conditioning can't be all that bad. So I left at four. Caught the shuttle at 4.15. From 4.15 to 4.30, we were in traffic to Grand Central, where we transferred to another bus. I would have thought there was a shuttle going from Penn to the airport. But I digress. We were caught in traffic. So, and from in the bus and pull up for another... 10 or so minutes and I think we got on the road around 10 to 5 didn't get there till 5 after 6 now I didn't find this out until recently if you, I guess it's just with Delta because I didn't have this problem when I flew with um, Spirit or maybe because I got there in time if you arrive an hour, if you arrive within the the hour of your flight, you are considered late, and they will not let you board. What? That seems awfully uh, pointless. I mean, oh, you have to wait over an hour just to get your flight. I can understand the time that you get. I mean, you got to go through like security checks and this and that, but I. I got there. Actually, I show I got there by ten of six, give or take a minute or two. Now, a friend of mine, who I caught a ride back from Otakon with, uh, James, I left my uh, tripod in his car, and I was picking it up from him that night. I spent like ten minutes trying to find him, trying to get over to where he was, couldn't find, couldn't. So I decided to say, "Fuck it, it's a lost cause," and I'll just 
go. I figure when I get down to Atlanta, I will find a, a radio shack or something, buy a tripod, use it, and take it back. But, and I pretty much lost my shit with, um, with Delta about that. And I'm explaining, I gotta be on this flight, yada, yada, yada. So, a senior manager takes me over to this other, other, um, desk where I got infuriated even more about something I will not discuss here. But, and when the woman got to me, she said it'll be $50. And I'm like, I don't have $50. And I'm just like, what the? And she's like, it's not, it's not the airline's fault. You were late. And I'm like, it was the shuttle. What am I supposed to do? Like scream at the traffic and stuff like that. So I go find, I try to find that senior manager that helped me. No, I get a manager. And he's like, no, normally, no, $50 is the discount. Normally it's $150 plus the, um, what is it? What I'm looking for. Well, um, it's $150. Plus the price difference of booking another ticket. So I go back and I'm like, you know, I'll just do the $50, which is I'm glad I brought my other credit card with me in case shit like this happened, you know. And I just and I just up and I but the thing is, the woman behind the counter rebooked the tickets for me. She gave me two tickets, one for an eight o'clock on standby. And one for nine o'clock with a seat. Now I was hoping to be down there by ten o'clock, ten fifteen, relax for a little bit, meet up with Bobby Blackwolf for dinner, and come back to the room and get some. That sleep. didn't happen. It did, but not the way I expected it to be. Now I'm guessing you expected some kind of like sit-down restaurant, and you ended up like getting something at the southern equivalent of a Wawa, like two in the morning. That wasn't so bad, actually. So my guess was pretty accurate then, more or less. But yeah. um, now here's the catch: the they, the eight and the nine o'clock tickets were were to go out of um LaGuardia Airport. Where was I? JFK. Oh. Yeah. I, I see the two sections of that on the subway map. I'm thinking, good God, it's got to take like two hours to get across town to get from one to the other. Actually, 22 minutes in traffic at 7 o'clock at night. Subway? No, Um, if I took the subway, I would never have made it. Because there is no direct subway to get there. I, hmm. would, it, I mean, for example, I'm going, I mean, I'm going to take this time. And I'm going to pull up. A bus. I'm going to pull up the New York City subway map. Now, in order for me to get from JFK to LaGuardia, simplest thing for me to do was to take the air train to Jamaica Center, take the E train to Jackson Heights, transfer to the 7, ride that two stops, and take a bus to LaGuardia Airport. Total travel time would have probably been an hour, hour and a half. And if I did that, I would have, I probably still would have missed my check-in for my flight. But, but it wasn't for James, who I gave, I gave him 20 bucks for gas. He got me there in 20 minutes. Showed up at 8 o'clock and I was able to, to check in and go. 
Nice. Yep. Granted, there was um. That's okay. That is set. okay. See, granted, there was like some traffic there, but I still got there in time, which I'm very thankful for. There was some slight turbulence on the flight, but I dealt with it. I ended up downloading a couple of games to my uh, tablet and and I played them. I ended up deleting one because it wasn't what I thought it was. Because I'm I'm really into Sim City, so I got this game called Virtual City. Cheesy no. knockoff. Not even a cheesy knockoff. It was like you had to make you run a trucking company and you have to make these routes from point A to point B. And as you do that, you build the towns and your routes around that. That's not what I was looking for. So maybe I'll just rummage around the Google Google Play Store and see what else they have. Yeah, when I bought my tablet, they gave me twenty five dollars in credit for a. Uh... You know, stuff to buy. Yeah, I use some of it. I will recommend. I, 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 they had the twenty-five cent sale for the twenty-five billion downloads. So I downloaded this JRPG, which was pretty cool for a quarter. But I will, oh, rec- I will recommend this. There <clears throat> is a um, an app called Swift Key Three. That's well worth the three ninety-nine. It's a very good uh, keyboard replacement for your um, t- uh, touch type keyboard. Swift Key Three, you said. Yeah. If you check out the demo version first and see, there's two versions: the regular and then the tablet. The ta- the difference is when you're holding the tablet um, horizontally, the the tap the the keyboard kind of breaks in half, so it makes it easy for you to type with your um with your thumbs. Oh, cool! So it'd be a, the tablet version you you recommend for me? Yes. Tablet version, got it. Like I said, che- I'm just saying, check it out and see if you like it. I think I will. Yeah. Um. Is there, are there any good word processing programs that support a Microsoft like Office program? All like of, files like Doc, you know, stuff like that? All of them on there do. Um, I have what's called Kingsoft Office. I haven't really tried it out yet. Kingsoft? Office. It's free. And oh. I think it works with um Dropbox. So if you put it so if you have uh, if you have Dropbox and you connect um you drop an article in your Dropbox and you connect to Kingsoft Office, you could probably pull it off of there and like edit it. Oh good, because I'd like to do some of my writing when I'm at work. But I would recommend saving in um not in the latest word format, the like the docx, just save in regular doc format. Because that will right. work a hell of a lot better. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So anyway, back to uh, Atlanta. How how did things go when you finally got there? Oh, pretty good. When I when I finally landed, um, I had called Rob so I could see about getting the stream of LCM on VOG Network. He said I had to talk to Bobby. Bobby was going out or out of town that weekend, so Rob had to do it. Rob doesn't fully remember how to switch it over, so I'm like, you know what? Not worrying about it. This came down the pipe. Pretty much around the last minute, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna um deal. As long as it's, as long as there's a stream for people to watch it, I was fine with that. Then and fifty five dollars later, I made my way to the hotel. Cab fare? Yes. <laughs> Sounds expensive. Very, because it's a thirty minute drive from where the convention is from the airport. And I didn't think to get a shuttle, which I got on Sunday. The shuttle was $33. 
and I I pulled money, but I'm like I told the guy, hold on, let me pull money from the ATM. He's like, no, I have a credit card. Uh, he has a transaction. He has he has Square. So I swipe with my card. I'm like, here you go, done. I get up to the room. I get some hugs, and then when I got there, um, our Venus uh, Heather. She has a darling little four-year-old named Ambelina, who was Chibi Moon in, in the LCM mini musical. So freaking cute. Yes. You should I have video I have footage of, of them rehearsing and they're teaching Ambelina how to do the dance with Holly. So freaking cute. That's so nice to see the little ones getting into it. Yep. It seems that Ambelina gave everybody a present. She gave me a present of some of a drawing that she made, which was so adorable. It's in Aww. my bag. I have like this ginormous lollipop I meant to pack and bring. I'm gonna pack it up in a box and send it to her. Be like here. And so I like have like one a, of those like big giant lollies. Yes. Like how big is like hubcap big? Almost. Okay, oh, I'll take her and eat a week to eat that thing. <laughs> I'm gonna put a note that says Heather, please help her eat this. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I end up meeting up with the one and only Bobby Blackwolf, and we go right to the one southern place you always go for food. I'm not from the south, so I'm kind of lost here. Waffle House. Uh, huh, I've seen this as far, far north as uh, Maryland and West Virginia. Yeah, and there was a steak and shake right up the street, but I didn't have time to go check it out. But um, I do know there's one somewhere in, in Manhattan, so I ha I'll have to go check that one out instead. So we we had dinner, and we talked about the website in the future and a lot of cool stuff, you know. And he told me about, because I was listening to one of his episodes, how people were, like, calling him out for what he said about the Wii U. And he compared it to the iPhone 5 launch, and I'm like, that's logic right there. I, I, I can't beat that. But I digress. Yes, you do. Mm. So anyway, Friday morning consisted of me getting my stuff from one hotel to another. Now, we've all, most of us have done the whole, oh, I'm staying in one hotel Thursday, and I'm flipping, and I'm going to another one on Friday. Generally, in something like that, the main issue was what time is everybody else getting there so you could drop your stuff off. Mark got into the room about 11. So I'm like, okay, I'm packing things up, and I'm going. I would have thought it would take like 15 minutes to get into the other hotel. It took about 45 minutes, including me waiting on the line for my badge. And it didn't help that the, that the handle on my luggage broke. When it rains, it pours, huh? Because I overloaded mm -hmm. it because I made it so fucking heavy, I just couldn't handle it no more. It just break without nice clean clink. Yeah. Yeah, that's always fun. I'm kind of pissed that it broke, but on the same token, I've had that suitcase for about six years. I'm, no, about five years. I only paid thirty bucks for it, so. That's not I'd bad. Say got, yeah. I'd say you got your money's worth from it. I yeah. So I guess next time I'm probably gonna spend a little bit more and get something that's a little bit more um sturdy. So, I thought all I had to do was go up to the Skywalk, go across, cut through the convention center to get to the hotel. 
and it's one of those where the hotel and the convention is like right there. You go through one set of doors in the hotel, boom, you're in the convention center. No. First off, the um, you have in order to get there, you have to leave the hotel, go to the parking garage, take that to the top floor, and then cut across the skywalk. No, it seems that the elevator did not go to the top floor, so I had to get off at the third, dragging my luggage up to the fifth floor. And you've seen how big parking garages are. Yes. Like yeah. that. So I'm I'm there, and to get to the skywalk. I had to cross a street to the mall. Once I crossed, oh, let's see. Once I crossed over, as you're crossing, you you see the bridge, sky bridge. I had to make a Yui towards the sky bridge. Make my way through and finagle to get to the hotel. Now, normally. When I for press for press pickup, I usually I usually got to go to con ops or registration. They tell you, oh, you got to go to press pickup, which is a separate room. No, you have to wait on the registration line like everybody else in a separate section for group ticket sales. That doesn't make any sense. No, it does not. But it does at the same time. But it was nice enough for me to pick up both um both badges. Because I had a friend of mine staying with me, and I gave her a badge to help, you know, roam around and stuff like that. I'm like, eh, no big deal. So I make it up to the room, changing to Ranma, and I start going around taking pictures. And I am just fucking floored by some of the some of the cosplays I've seen. The good kind or the bad kind? Good. Oh. I, there was there was a Sasami running around. There was an Ayaka and a real Hokey. Nice. Mm-hmm. It seemed like there was a lot of old school cosplays there. But um, you know how it is at the conventions around here. If you're doing a lot of old school cosplays, maybe one or two people will notice it and say something. Here, it was like everybody noticed and gave credit. You know, it was like, this is where you go. And then, as I'm walking around, I get a text from a friend of mine. She says, I thought I saw you in the lobby, but it's some other guy dressed as Ranma. <laughs> wow. I was like, what? I make my way over there. It's another dude dressed as Ranma. <laughs> I walk up to him, I'm like, excuse me, man, look, uh, I am the official uh, token Ranma here. Um, <laughs> y y you gotta go. <laughs> and he's like, aww. <laughs> <laughs> but we got, we got a picture together, so that was pretty cool. Um, half, before I even made it down to the convention center, I had stuck around with LCM and watched him rehearse, which was pretty cool. I mean, these girls were so dedicated to the cause. So I go upstairs, you know, relax, freshen up, and I make my way back to the stairs, and I continue to take um, more photos. And then there was the Sailor Moon shoot. 
and I was looking forward to taking pictures of LCM because one of the things that um, Patty and Steph had mentioned that there are a lot of cosplay photographers out there that will not take pictures of cosplayers that are, that are on a plus size, which I think is bullshit and discriminatory. It should, Just a little. It doesn't matter. As long as they can – as long as the cosplay looks good on them, take the picture. I don't see what the problem is. So I got pictures of them in their Silver Millennium outfits, and it was, and it came out really nice. And then later that evening, um, me and Mark went over to Ted's Montana Grill. Bison never tasted so good. <coughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to picture these places. Okay. My head. But the thing is, I wasn't too sure about Ted's because, you know, because of the price. But I'm like, wait, I'm in the South. It'll be a lot cheaper down here. And my dinner only cost me like 22 bucks with tips. So that wasn't so bad. No, that's not bad at all. And he suggested because a lot of cosplayers are not going to think they go to Ted's. They're going to go to like, like Subway, like Japanese and Chinese restaurants, Cheesecake Factory, this and that. And I can see his point. And now we go in. The place reminds me of like a really nice formal steakhouse, you know? Oh. Yeah, hey, I, I know of a couple of places around here like that. Like Charlie Brown's or mm -hmm. Steak and Ale. There's like one or two of them left. And I was... Uh, and the food was, like I said, was, was, was really good. Now... thing is is that um it's become a tradition of now at conventions there are right there's a friday night dance and a saturday night dance or there's there is those dances and there's a formal friday night now awa had a formal i didn't go because they wanted like 25 dollars a ticket their formal is very very formal but they also give food i understand but their form, which is very, very formal, is no different. Is pretty much no different from what Anime Boston and Katsukon does. The only thing different is the food aspect. I just thought it was just a little bit too pricey for my taste. Because truth be told, I was ready to take. I was ready to pack a formal Ranma outfit and just roll with it. No, they are. This is very like I, I know friends that have gone and they go specifically for this formal ball yeah um yeah it's they've gone for a couple of years now and they go specifically for this formal ball mm -hmm. without cosplay or anything because it's basically one of the only places that you can go to that is this formal and they get like the stringed orchestra and shit like that they really do it up it's not just some rinky dink kind of band or some DJ playing soft music or whatever. They actually well, like in do the whole... when, uh, when we shared the, the the big wide open space with the game room and we couldn't hear the music over yeah. the games. But the times I did go to for Anime Boston for theirs, they did they actually had video they had video games live there and they had a couple of other bands there but it was all stringed music, so. Mhm. Mm 
Yeah, they get really into it. And then, of course, they do the food aspect. Now, it's I'd... not like a sit-down dinner, but there are like there is a little buffet with appetizers and nosh and noms and shit like that. Now, if they said that the money was going to a charitable organization, I probably would have been more open in, to opening my wallet. But I didn't see that. So I was like, you know what? Nah. I decided to relax, just walk around, could, could, try to catch up with some friends I haven't seen in years, and just take their and uh, take more photos. And Saturday was more was pretty much the same, but on Saturday I wore um garterbelt. And you would think that the big anime is uh panty and stocking. I could count on one hand how many panty and stocking cosplayers I saw. One girl actually did a hybrid. She was angel panty on one side and angel stocking on the other. And that's for, cool. And for you, Mako-chan, you'll be you'll like this. Hmm. There was a demon angel stocking running around. I got pictures of. Very nice. Oh, oh, oh! Well, I didn't mean to jump the gun on this, but during the Sailor Moon photo shoot, there were Jedi senshi. Yeah, what? you sent me that yes. picture. That's awesome. Oh, it was fucking awesome. There was the girl that was uh, Princess Serenity. She was, think of her dressed like battle-ready Leia with a lightsaber. Oh, wow. And then there's Makoto walking around with the big old cloak like Qui-Gon Jinn, you know? Who was the inevitable Boba Fett mashup? There wasn't one. Really? Huh. Yeah, they were the only I think two. that would have been a given. They were the only two, but I'll say this much. If the Sailor Senshi were a Jedi, the Moon Kingdom probably would not have fallen. <laughs> so I got a, a mini shoot with them. I got these one, these like five photos of them peering up from behind columns. It's like picture one, is it safe? And the p picture two, I think it's safe. Pick, and they each got their sabers out. Third picture, uh, Moon has hers. You sure? Fourth image, they both got their sabers out crossed and like. Let's find out. That was really cool. That's pretty awesome. I can't wait to see the pictures. Now, one thing that that had that just amazed me was um two was two cool things. Now, I finally now Friday night I had met up with DJ Janine. We hung out. We ended up going to a room party where. Let's just say if I can if I continue to run to do room parties, it would have been on this level. And I'll just leave that to your imaginations. I don't want to have that in my imagination because I know what your room parties were like. Yeah. I'm not I'm not sure if I was ever at one of your room parties, so I kinda sort of don't remember. Think about just imagine Q by the C, but more people, more cosplays, and more alcohol. Hmm. I could get behind that, honestly. Yeah. So the same people had another one that Saturday. I went. It was kind of dead. I went back later. It was over. So I was like, eh, whatevs. So I'm walking around, and I run into this one girl. She is, um stocking in the sailor outfit and and she's in these heels girl is five nine in these heels wow 
sweetest person I ever chatted with that whole weekend. And I got a photo shoot with her, and we've been talking. She's really cool. And then later, I, I'm with Janai, and there's, there's video footage on, on, on his Facebook about it. We come across a, um, a Tile Kaka cosplayer who's in full personality. So I, it seems that since she didn't have an owner, we were walking around with her all the time, which was pretty cool. Hopefully, um, we'll... I'm, I'm hoping that I will come across her on my Facebook when I post those images because she was really cool. Now, for the LCM musical, this is where we get a little bit of fun. Now, I didn't, and I was thinking about the masquerade. I'm like, eh, masquerade, eh. This is a little bit more important. It's not like I brought two camcorders with me to record shit, you know. I didn't have a second person with a second tripod to do this. Sorry, I wasn't there. That's okay. Maybe next year. <laughs> but, um... Th the show didn't even start on time because we couldn't find somebody from tech. It's like, they gave us the room, we had to get somebody from the convention center to find a staffer to help us. Wow. Yeah, in the beginning... The video footage had me on the left-hand side because I could not find – because that's where the outlet was. I could not find any power cords. I didn't even think to check, like, in the back room, like, behind the curtains because it's like, that's their property. I'm not going to go digging around for stuff. And I asked the guy if he had any. He's like, did you check back there? I was like, no. He's like, go, 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 go check back there. I got two cords, ran it around because it was a center square for a camcorder. I was able to do the recording off of that. Yeah, I saw you move the camera. Mm -hmm. Now, when you were watching the stream, was it a lot smoother than normal? Um, yeah, it was really good. Okay, because uh, a friend of mine who came to help me do some stuff, she wore her laptop, and I used that to run the stream off of, and I had it, and I had the stream bouncing off of my phone, and in that auditorium, I had a 4G signal. Nice. And I was just as surprised. I was like, wow, really? You got lucky. I know. And if I talk with Bobby Blackwolf, maybe if I can, I'll have some type of wired Ethernet connection for AAC to stream um, their, their show. I'll have to talk to him in details about that. But, um... LCM, Last Chance Me You. They did a musical here at AWA, which was part of the main reason why I was going. The other reason was I haven't gone to a convention in the South so long, I just had to go. They did a mini musical about the girls entering in a contest, and Usagi lost her, her transformation locket. It, which in turn was stolen by uh, Chibi Moon. A very adorable Chibi Moon, that is. Yes, she was. Mm -hmm. and, and that, I mean, the thing is, I knew, I kind of sort of knew them back in 08. I kind of knew, like, a couple of people, but I didn't know all of them. I didn't know what was going on. And, um... Um... If I knew more about Sarah Miu Musical... I probably back in the way I probably would have went and been like, wow, 
loved it. I mean, we had, like I said, we had about nine, we had a little bit over 900 people in there. And now, they had four, four sections. The middle two sections were just practically full. And I was, thing is, and where I was sitting, where I was standing, my pictures didn't come out as well as I wanted to because, because of the lighting. The lighting was good, was kind of sort of good for, um, for the camera. I should have brought, um, I didn't real. I didn't realize that I got down here. I forgot my floodlight. I'm like, if I should have brought the floodlight just to have, because I think that probably would have also have helped. But I won't know until I take a look at the video, because I'm running back and forth, getting it, trying to take shots, and hoping that the top of my head doesn't get caught on camera. Now after that, we, after the show. I pack everything up and head back to the room and change, and we all go out for dinner. Get anything good this time? Well, I mean, as good as the uh, bison burger? Ribs. Ribs. I was going to get the steak. Uh, I was going to get the Kansas City Strip, but I noticed bison ribs. Ooh. If you really wanted to catch it on the bad pun, you should... Taking a bite and going, this is delicious. <laughs> that sounds awesome when I do it, but I don't know how the rest. That sounds to everyone else. I'm not gonna do it. Cause very sounds, very loud. I'm not doing it. Cause it sounds it sounds better coming from you than than anybody else here. If you ask me. <laughs> was it like fall off the bone? Good. Yes, yes, it was. It tasted like um. Like beef pot roast. I don't know that I would want my ribs to taste like pot roast. I mean, that's what the consistency and the taste kind of reminded me of, but it was still good. And it wasn't gamey either. Well, most of that stuff is farmed now. Mm. Farmed. It's not like they're going. And by farmed, we all mean. Ted Nugent himself raises the bison for his restaurants, and he personally kills each one. <laughs> and, like, during a kill, it's like, huh, this is going to be used for a restaurant? Yeah, okay, sure, whatever. And then just goes back to indiscriminately killing. <laughs> <laughs> See, originally we were going to go to the Cheesecake Factory, but by t when I was making my wait, it was like hour and 45-minute wait. So I texted back, Waffle House? But when I got there, I'm like, Ted's Montana Grill. They're like, check, is, are they open? What, can they feed can they seat all of us? So I go in, and the woman's like, how many for the table? I'm like, uh, 19. She had this look. I'm like, yeah, Cheesecake Factory can't take because We just want to know if you have room for 19. She's like, hold on, let me get my manager. And the manager comes out all smiles, and I explain the situation. Now, normally, when you go into a restaurant at the last minute for a table for a party of 19, what usually happens? Do you cook spit in your food because they have to cook that much food? No. Uh. Usually, they look at you like that ain't happening, or you have to wait a little bit just to get all of this together. Now, as, as I said earlier, and as to what Mark had mentioned, the current fandom of people really do not go to Ted's Montana Grill. 
which I can kind of understand because I guess for the normal fans, it looks a little bit too upscale for them. But fuck it. It's food. They had our section ready in under 10 minutes. Damn, they had their shit in gear. Yes. And the one thing I... Now, while we're sitting there at the table waiting, they had they handed a, a plate of, uh, of sliced cucumbers, which are pretty much dipped into some type of salt water. And it's like the taste kind of reminds you of, a, of, of when the pickle just becomes a cucumber, you know? Tastes it really good. I'm not a fan of pickles, so I couldn't really mm. tell you what, what that's like. That's alright. So after that, I head back, I make it down to the rave, and it was pretty fun. It reminded me of, like, the normal raves that I go to, except that, well, you know one of the DJs, you kind of know his playlist. Plus, it also helps the fact that, um, I knew one of the songs, and he played it at, as a shout-out to Mitra, which I thought was pretty cool. What song was it? Uh, he did a remake. He did a a, a, mix, a remix of Little Date, for a second op second season opener to Ronma One Half. Cool. Yeah, that's DJ Janai for you. And I believe if we, I believe there should be time on this episode that I, I will drop a uh, interview with him that I did up in the room about how he got into the business and where and what he wants to do, which was pretty cool. And I was pretty much out all night. I ended up hooking up with some with some people from the from the rave. We kind of, we we walked around, hung out, had a few drinks, and we just chilled till about seven o'clock in the morning till we all went our separate ways. I make it back to my room. And I'm laying there on the bed for about an hour, just blinking in and out of consciousness. <laughs> I've done that before. Yes. And then on Sunday, you know, I was supposed to do a shoot with the same girl. Because she was coming as Botan. Now, I didn't. Even, I was looking around for her, but as I was leaving the artist's alley, I did see this girl who was really tall. I stopped, turned around, got a couple of pictures, handed her my card, and I left. And then I get a text asking me if I was the person that took the picture. I'm like, yeah. I didn't put two and two together. It was the same girl that was stalking the day before. She took off the, uh, the kimono because it was too hot for her. Which is understandable. I did run into some friends in the dealers in Artist Alley. I did run into Carol Ann, who, who is one half of Athena's Wink. You know, the awesome, um, the awesome sh table that sells all the cool hats. Same people, same girls where I got my new Luigi hat from, which I should probably be wearing Thursday and Friday of uh, of Comic Con. And then I ran into my friend Shannon after I was texting her where I could find her. Couldn't miss her. She's there doing artwork in a big old um, Brooklyn Cyclones um, jersey. Come to What's, find what sport are they? Uh, they're A one league soft uh, baseball. They're like they're the minor league for the for the Mets. Huh. Yeah. <clears throat> they play down at that big field at, at Coney Island on the left on the right hand side down the way. Oh, cool. I know, At, I know what you're talking yeah, about Yeah, I think now. it's called Keyspan Park. But, um, we talked and chilled for a bit. She's gonna start, she's gonna start coming over and hanging out, because she looks like she may be moving down here, like, two train stops away from me. I'm like, 
If that happens, there's no excuse for you not to come hang out. And then I ran into my friends Sarah and Sean, who are now up to four kids, which is, like, amazing. And, yeah, she finally got the baby girl that she wanted. So it's three boys and a girl. And she, she was working in the fan art, in the artist alley. She's, you know, Michael, you know the, uh, I think it's the Five of Cups card that's in your car? Yeah. She's the one that made that. Nice. She has a complete set of anime tarot cards. Does she sell them? Yes, she does. Awesome. I can hear the gears going off in Mako-chan's head right now. Hush you. Yes, I was. <laughs> I was thinking about it. Shut up. <laughs> you know, I like my tarot cards. Shut up. <laughs> Wasn't there a set of Gundam Wing tarot cards that came out? At one point, I believe. Mm. <clears throat> but I didn't stay too long on Sunday because I had to catch my flight back. But as I'm waiting around, I did run into a moose and I got a picture of him. And I, there was a female Ryoga running around. That was pretty awesome. Now, granted, I didn't go check out any panels except for one. I went to the Sailor Moon panel where LCM was there to promote their show that Saturday night. And there is video footage of them talking about the show and everybody singing the, the American theme to Sailor Moon. That was pretty cool. I wish I had gotten a chance to check out the Masquerade, but I didn't. So maybe next year, it depends on how things fall together. But I did notice, like, you know, I did notice the staff down there were a, are a lot nicer than staffers up here. Like I said, thus the southern hospitality. Now, one thing that did happen I didn't like. Now, you know, at a lot of cons, people will walk around blasting music and, and so forth, right? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So I got my tablet. I queued up Gangnam Style. And I put it and I grabbed my little booster speaker put it in my bag and start walking around you're not allowed to have loudspeakers blasting in the at the convention center at the con truthfully that actually sounds great mm, it does but at the same time not so much I mean if and it wasn't the thing is I didn't even have it that loud it wasn't like annoying loud either I think that's what kind of bothered me more than anything else. Yeah, if it's not annoying loud, that's one thing. But some people that go to the conventions and will just sit there and play music, they play their music really, really loud. And it's really hard to actually have a conversation with somebody, even just to take a picture and say, hey, can I take your picture? Because they can't even freaking hear you most of the time. Mm. See, that fools me. I'd pretty much have to push them aside, like, hey. You know? Mm hmm. So, um. Overall, this is my take on AWA. I always say. If you always go to cons within your area, it's always good to expand out. And I know not everybody can do it, but if you 
travel to if you if you if you're in the, on the East Coast, it's well worth traveling to the Midwest, the West Coast, the Northwest, the South, except for Florida, and even Texas for a convention. You'll see things are so much different, and you'll be like, "Yeah, you'll like it," you know. And that's you how had it, issues with Florida then. Say what? You had issues with Florida then. Yes, I discovered over the, over the weekend that uh, women from Florida are crazy ass bitches. It's not just women. As opposed to women. But in the majority New York. is women. No, it's just crazy ass people in Florida. Mm. It's not just women. It's crazy ass people in Florida. Where are all these freaking bath salt stories coming from? Florida. But you come to find out it wasn't bath salt. It was just a strong. That was a strong strain of weed. Yeah, it's still Florida. <laughs> No, no, the last time I was in Florida wasn't that bad, or maybe it was because I just stayed away from the the big sources of crazy. Mm. That would be the thing. So, I have a question. And I may have an answer for you. Did you get any cheer wine? Yes, I did. <laughs> And I probably know what your next question is. Give me the cheer wine. No, I didn't bring you any back. You never do, so I don't ask anymore. <laughs> I only had... It was only one can in the in the, in the ice chest, so I drank it. As I said, you never do, so I don't even ask anymore. You learn fast, Grasshopper. Yeah, even when you say that you're going to bring me some, you never do, because you end up drinking it anyway. Hmm. So I just stop asking. So you say. Uh, yeah. You've only given cheer wine to me once, so, yeah. Well, you have to work a lot in order to get, order to get, um, in order to get, order to get, order to get more cheer wine, you know? Oh. Yeah, I'll remember that the next time you want me to bring you Wawa. You have no choice but to. Uh, no, I think I have a choice. Yeah, you keep believing that, sister. Also, uh -huh. just roll up into any Cracker Barrel and buy cheer wine. Exactly. Well, from my understanding, Fairway carries it too, so... There's a couple of them in Manhattan. Well, they're... Two distribution center, no, three just distribution centers in Jersey. Okay. Um, that distribute cheer wine. Um, I think we may be the next area that they are going to actually start distributing. Because I know that cheer wine wanted to be countrywide by uh, 2014 or 2015. Like, just normal being sold mm. everywhere. Because they want to go, instead of just being a southern drink, they want to be everywhere. So, I'm hoping that because we have a high distribution in Jersey now, that we're going to be the next stop. Which will make me happy. Or the most fucked up thing that happened is, you skipped over Jersey, go straight to New York. Which could possibly happen. But or they drop it off in Delaware. Stores. 
But it's Delaware. <laughs> that reminds me, there was a coop running around at AWA. Oh, did he have a mega slushy on him? No. Fuck. I'm sorry, but that one coop at uh, Anime Next really raised the bar for it. I go, hey, mind if I get a picture of you? I reach down and pull out my camera. Look up. He's already on the ground with a with a empty uh, Slurpee cup, like morning, like screaming at the heavens and rage. Like, no, I'm like, thank you. That is awesome. Click. <laughs> or, or the one time we were at um, Castle Point. Oh yeah, which was in Hoboken, ironically enough. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, boy. But as I'm saying, it's well worth to get out of the area, you know. I say do it. Go to AWA. It's well worth it. But the only thing is is that if you're more of a... If you're not into anime but more everything else, just go to Dragon Con. I just find it amusing that people that... Not amusing, I just, I'm just amused that all of my friends that live there are telling me, are you coming for Dragon Con? I'm like... I can't do two. It's got to be one or the other right now. Can't do both. Don't think I am ready for Dragon Con just yet. Maybe in another couple of years. Where is Dragon Con again? Atlanta. Okay. But I believe it's closer to the airport because it's like it's connected to like to a convention of like three hotels. They're all connected together, and it's just like nothing but drunken debauchery the whole the whole time at night. So my kind of place. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of the only conventions where pasties are considered a costume. Hey, I, 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 gonna, I gotta complain about that now. But just remember, um, a lot of the people that are going to be wearing those are probably not the people you want to be seeing wearing those. I've seen the pictures. And you'll, and if you're not careful, you'll end up finding yourself going, oh shit, and doing the walk of shame. <laughs> Women my size. <laughs> it doesn't have to be women your size. It could just be ugly women, period. Huh. Well, not for nothing, but I would rather see a woman your size with really, really big boobs than somebody like Skinny Stick that um, has like shriveled up little grapes of nothing. Mm, that's, 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 that's what you call giving it to charity. Donate the charity. <laughs> That's what that's called. Pardon me. Your pardon. So what's next? That's it. I'm just saying I'm I'm going next year. I'm definitely going back next year. I'm gonna plan I don't know if I'm going. I'm gonna plan it out a little bit more a little bit more and I think I'm going to just take less costumes. <clears throat> And just kind of, it just seems like very chill act, you know? You, you get the uh, attendance numbers by any chance? No, I didn't, but it's like, it had to be, at, from my understanding, anywhere between three and 4,000. But it doesn't seem that way, though. This is one of those conventions where there's only two places you'll find the bulk of people. In the lobby, and the way to, and the lobby is sort of like, um, remember when we went to Steampunk World's Fair and we stayed at that double tree? Not the yep. double tree, the one down. The lobby was like that. It was like, that open space or you can go into the convention center where think of it, the lobby but in half 
that open space, or you, or you look down into the food court, which was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna have to decide between that and Dragon Con. Um, because I don't know if Last Chance Mew will be going to AWA again. I know. And I know people that are going to Dragon Con, so I would kind of rather go and hang out with more people that I know. Well, if I well, if I can get really good prices on plane tickets, I'll do both. Just saying. Well, if they're really good prices, then yeah, but still. I mean, for the hotel room and then airfare, and they're usually only a couple of weeks apart from each other. And I don't even know that I'll be working by that point next year. Well, so, if anything, I'll stay with Travis because he'll probably cut he'll probably cut me a good deal for staying in the room. Mm, well, next year is next year. There are many more conventions before that happens, anyway. So, mm -hmm. so much shit can change between then and now. Yep. Mm hmm I'm just. Uh, I'm still going strong, trying to get shit together for PAX East. Focus one at a time, Grasshopper, one at a time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I won't start making good money until probably the end of this month mm. to even start thinking about conventions. Yeah, and then I gotta start keeping an eye out on the PAX East page for the hotel. Because, you know, those will, get, will go like uh, like mad. Yup, and, and, and I have an actual credit card that's not a debit card, which means I can book the room and I will not be charged. And that'll be good. Yep. Also, the fact that since the West is part of the, uh, I think it's a Hilton Hotel, and if you have, like, the Hilton Rewards, you still don't get charged. That's awesome. Yep. But just remember, you have to get a Thursday room. <laughs> I, 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 I have an idea on how we're going to do that. Alright, at least halfway there, because I cannot do like we did this year. Okay. I cannot do it. Alright. Fair enough. That was just too damn long a drive on no sleep. <laughs> but sleep is for the week. Not when you're trying to drive. She's got you there, man. Sleep is a very needed thing, especially when everybody else in the car is passed out and you don't have anybody to keep you awake. That's what the stereo is for. That only kind of sort of works. Yeah, that doesn't work. Hell, I've nodded off coming home from work sometimes. And it, it's really freaking scary. Yeah. <laughs> especially when it's, you know, 5 a.m. and you have no idea where the fuck you are. Uh... uh. Fair enough. But yes, digressing. Mm hmm So let's see, if I I would give I would give AWA a seven out of ten. Probably higher if I was able, if I checked out more panels. But I do like the fact that all the old school cosplays I saw and some of the obscure stuff which I'll be posting in the photos and how everyone was just enjoying it so that alone made it well worth it well i was looking up stuff and they seem to have this whole big thing on the 45th um anniversary for lupon 
It was, no, it, that reminds me. I was doing. I was at the, I was taking uh, Sailor Moon pictures, and a Lupin just jumped in the picture, just standing there smiling with his hands on his waist. And then guess what happened? What? Jigen walks over, grabs him by the collar, and drags him off. Nice. <laughs> Very awesome. All right. Uh, I think that's it. Um, I think we should we should have time for a couple of interviews on here, and then we'll take it from there. And we will okay. be back. With the brain children behind Last Chance Me, you ladies, please introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Steph, or otherwise known as otherwise known as Yaten Co. And I'm Patty. Um, my screen uh, alias is Sayako. Thank you, thank you, ladies. Just last night, they just performed once again for this awesome convention, one of the one of awesome musicals. So tell me, what was this one all about? This is um, our first. Uh, actual, what we call the mini Mew. Before we did things uh, based loosely on the musicals, but they were fun conscious style where they were more um, fun and had no real basis in anything. This musical um, had a cohesive plot and a surprise villain. Would you like to reveal the villain or wait till everyone checks out the video? Yeah, let's make them check it out, but let's just say a, a little typhoon blew through town. That's one heck of a typhoon. So, what made you come up with Last Chance Meal? That was me. Um, <laughs> basically, when I saw the musicals, I, I fell in love with the fact that um, they had a complete stage production, and it was gaudy, and it was shiny, and it appealed to every last ounce of my gay fiber. So, um, I had to sing and dance on stage and be and be shiny. And then I found a bunch of people that were crazy enough to do it with me. Oh, yeah? That's quite interesting. Oh. <laughs> I will never make one of those costumes ever, ever again. And we've made how many now? Uh, I don't know. Do you guys have any business cards? I, I lost count how many we've made now. <laughs> I want to say seven or eight. Wow, that's a whole lot. Talk about your time and dedication. <laughs> so how did you get into Sailor Moon in general? I actually saw it on TV um, in the mornings before school. Yeah? That sounds just like me. I'm leaving before school. What's this? Oh, right. I think I'll, instead of doing my homework and early in the morning, I'll watch this instead. <laughs> so I'm going to assume you've seen the entire series backwards and forwards, front, back, top, down, left, right. I have. This one has not. I totally skipped over Super S because I can't stand the little pink thing. Um, I couldn't do it. I got through like two episodes and I was like, nope, I can't do this anymore. Um, and I haven't seen R because it's really, really hard to get a hold of. Point taken, point taken. Which senshi do you relate to the most? Uh, Sailor Starfighter Sayako. Why is that? I really love Seiya's character because despite all of the adversity they've been through, you have to realize that their planet was destroyed. Their life was about taking care of these people. And their planet was destroyed and they still were able, uh, he was still able to learn to love again. He, she, it, yeah, I know. <laughs> I guess it depends on if we're going from the anime or the manga. I actually, well... I really do believe that even though they are able to do a powered-up version of um, 
Sailor Moon's disguise pen, deep down, as Senshi, they're still female. So, but the fact that, you know, uh, Seiya was able to not only fall in love, but learn to lose gracefully, despite everything that happened, really, to me, speaks volumes about her character. Wow, that is wonderful. And what about you? I really don't have a specific character that just one is like, yeah, that's that's awesome. I have bits and pieces of several different characters that kind of hit home for me. Um, there's, you know, of course, Yaten, where I, I can understand losing everything and just looking at the world through jaded eyes. Um, I can understand Mars. Um, she's one of the first ones that I ever cosplayed where, you know, she has these psychic abilities and it's just really hard for other people to understand what she's going through. And um, I also kind of see a little bit of Michiru where I kind of understand where she's coming from. Um, the other one that's rather weird for me is I also sort of resound a little bit with Sailor Moon herself. where. No matter what, she can lose everything in her life, but she can still manage to keep going and still believe enough in everybody to keep fighting. I like the way that sounds. So, I'll, I'll say a little bit. Do you have any other animes you're really into right now? Um, well, not necessarily right now, but kind of like, I don't know, it's the classics. We like Utena and... Baskets and well, your all-time favorite is Trinity Cowboy Blood Bebop. And Cowboy Bebop. And My second yeah. favorite anime is Tenchi Muyo. Oh, yeah. But I can get behind Tenchi Muyo. Yeah, Tenchi That's pretty cool. Anything else from the old school that you recommend? Uh, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, um, Sorcerer Hunters is crack. Oh. And it's, it's just, if, if you want a silly fun with. time, it's really fun. That I agree with. So where do you see Last Chance Wii U going in the future? Um, that, that's actually a good question, because originally um, AWA was going to be announced at the con as our last show, and then ja the Japanese decided they wanted to, you know, re-release the series and come up with a new series, and we're like, oh, well, I guess that doesn't happen now, does it? So, we are going to continue on with the mini-musicals, I believe. Okay. Uh, but we're considering making a smaller five- to six-person cast. That's good, that's good. Having nine to twelve people is very difficult to coordinate. Let's see how you saw how small that stage was. Well, it's not just the stage, it's people's schedules, because, mm -hmm. well, it, for us, this is very serious. Um, we, we dedicate a huge chunk of our lives to this. We rehearse every week. So we're online singing and dancing nine months out of the year. Wow. And not everybody can make that kind of time commitment. Yeah, they're on stage. You got some moves on you. <laughs> <laughs> and these are cons. When we go here, it's a working con. We don't get to cosplay. We don't get to hang out with yeah. people. We, we rehearse, you know, two hours and on, two hours off, two hours on, two hours off. I know, I know it is good. I'm looking at your schedule, I'm like, wow, you know. It reminds me of when I used to do like masquerade skits all the time, you know? 
But this lets something a little bit more higher up, a little bit more personal and dear to your heart. Well, not only that, we really believe that if the conventions are kind enough to allow us to perform and, you know, uh, give us badges for the weekend, we are going to give them 110%. That's what I like. That's what's up. So any uh, last parting kind words that to, to the fans, to, to everyone else, your fans, everyone? Well, honestly, I think my last parting words are thank you because to the, all the fans, all the people who believe in Sailor Moon, all the people who support us and watch us, you guys are the reason why we do this because it's, we're trying to make a, a difference in your lives not ours. And we actually had someone come up to us after our MetroCon show and thank us personally because she was in such a difficult time in her life and our show really helped lift her spirits and that's why we're doing this. I mean, yes, it's fun to sing and dance and show off, but in the end, really and truly, if we can touch people like that, it means so much to us. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So stick around to, what's the official website? Actually, Facebook page right now. So it's Facebook uh, Last Chance Mew. Um, our website needs an overhaul. Gotcha. So check out Last Chance Mew on Facebook and stay tuned for the next upcoming show, which will be sometime in 2013 perhaps. We're trying. That's what's going on. DJ Ron Ness, signing off.
now, before we get up on out of here, let's quickly drop the news about the expansion of Toonami. So, Makatron, you want to cover this? Uh, sure. Matter of um... fact, you and Ari both cover this. Because I've spoken enough. Okay. okay, fine. Would you like to go first? No, you can do it. Alright, um... <clears throat> last week at some point, uh it was announced that Toonami is going to actually run for the full six hours instead of doing a three-hour block and then a three-hour repeat block. Um, the schedule will start on October 6th for the new lineup, and it's going to include new shows, Symbionic Titan, um, they're bringing back Cowboy Bebop, and then they're actually going to show the new remake of Thundercats. I'm looking forward to all that, but uh, although I doubt I'll be up at a at 5 o'clock in the morning to watch Cowboy Bebop, as good a series it is. Yeah, but I, I, you figure the people that are going to stay up and watch that are either waking up for work or um, haven't seen it and will DVR it. I don't think a lot of the people that have been, that have seen the series for as long as they've been showing the series are really going to give a shit that it's at 5 a.m. Yep. It's a tsunami staple. Well, yeah, but you figure an adult uh, an adult swim staple at one point was Inuyasha too, and yeah, well, I like Inuyasha. It just it got old really, really fast. So the new tsunami lineup will be Bleach at twelve, Samurai Seven at twelve thirty, Cashier and Sins at one, Araka Seven at one thirty, Symbionic Titan at two, Thundercats at two thirty, then an hour of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, an hour of Ghost in the Shell standalone series, and an hour of Cowboy Bebop. It'll be nice to see Thundercats and Symbionic Titan on Adult Swim. <laughs> It, well, yeah, because I didn't watch any of Thundercats at all. And I only caught like one with, or two episodes and like maybe like bits and pieces of it. Yeah, and hopefully with them showing it on this uh, in this block, they'll actually it'll actually get the ratings it needs to do a second season too. Plus, with Symbiotic Titan at two a.m., the infamous booty quake scene will be. Rather tame compared to the Adult Swim standards. You have to excuse me. I've been sick since last week, and I've been drinking. And to take care of it, I've been drinking night and day quills in uh, various portions throughout the days. Oh, good. So y'all snickered at me because I was sick, and I'm not the only one sick, so screw you. Hey, I didn't say shit, so. I'm not as bad as I've been. <laughs> yeah, with this lineup, though, I'm kind of upset that Ghost in the Shell is on so late. <laughs> Why? You've as seen much... it already. I know, but I, I, I like the Major. I'm sorry. <laughs> you could have put Family Guy at that early in the morning. No one would have cared about that. Yeah, they're leading up to crap is just crap. I mean, I like that they've playing Venture Brothers because I didn't get to see most of this new season, but Family Guy needs to go away. And now they're showing the Cleveland show. Black Dynamite sucks, and Boondocks is cool. I wouldn't say... Boondocks is not... I mean, Black Dynamite does not suck. <clears throat> Black Dynamite sucks. I couldn't even watch the movie. It's just too... 
uh, way over the top. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I there are some things on the boondocks that I get kind of like, okay, you've you've done this joke way too damn many times, and it's just not funny anymore. And Black Dynamite just takes all of those same jokes to another level, and it's just not funny anymore. But yeah, that's it. We can go now. You sure? Am I sure? No, I'm never sure. Fair enough. All right. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so on, and so on, and so forth. We continue to do this because of people like you who talk about our podcast, and other people know of the other crazy, half-ass, crazy, silly stuff that we do. You can also check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com. If you're unable to visit our site due to various reasons because you're blocked at work, you can always check out our podcast where you can download from not just our site, but from podcast.net, podcast.com, Podcast Alley, Yahoo Podcast, Zoom Marketplace, which I think was rebranded to Windows Music or something like that. I have to double check that. Or Xbox Music or something. And they have a popular <laughs> iTunes. If you give us a five-star review, we will gladly read it on the air. Check out our page, youtube.com slash anime jam session TV. Still got videos to work on. It seems that I'm not the only one who has a site for videos that go to cons and they have up there not as updated as we are, so I don't feel as guilty, you know? But um check it out. I am still working on the anime next videos, I know. Total <laughs> sadness. I know. I know. I know. I stopped when ooh shiny. Yeah, that happens. So, uh, let's see. I might I see. I'm not doing too much this weekend, so I might be able to get, finish them up and get them posted. Um, check out our own personal YouTube pages: YouTube.com/slash/djronmess for me. Uh, Sailor Flair is YouTube.com/slash/SailorFlair, and Ari is YouTube.com/slash/Ari22682. Check out our YouTube pages for videos that we've done and uploaded, and some of the channels and videos that we watch and we like to enjoy. Check us out at twitter.com slash anime jam session. If on here, anything in regards to conventions, photos, videos, cool stuff, this is the site, this is the uh, Twitter, uh, the blog, the micro blog that we'll be posting that information. And you can follow us on our own personal Twitter pages twitter.com slash djronmess, twitter.com slash makingepic, twitter.com slash dreman, twitter.com slash gov underscore dea. And check out our Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash session. We'll post all of our videos, all of our photos here, links to our videos here. And stuff that, we post extra stuff here that we can't normally post on our normal website. Little quirks here and there. So, and we also have our own personal pages. Before we get into that, we are up to 983 fans on Facebook. Slowly crawling up towards... A thousand. Digits. I but my, my 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 Facebook says that we're at nine hundred and eighty seven. Really? Wow. So we're at nine eighty seven. Sweet. We'll probably hit one thousand once the, the AWA photos go up. If not by then, when um, the Comic Con photos go up. And check out our personal pages. Uh, Facebook.com/slash/djronmess is me. That's where I post all my photography and all that cool stuff. And Facebook.com slash Mikoto Makochan Kino. Go there if you like cooking recipes. Now, if you like cooking recipes, I actually have, <laughs> I have a cooking blog. 
Awesome. Cooking is so fun. Yeah, if you want the cooking one, it's cooking with Mako-chan. Mm -hmm. And don't forget to check us out on vognetwork.com, home of our official forums, which has been kind of quiet lately. So y'all need to come by and start ringing the bell so we can scream at you to get off our lawn. <laughs> hey, I'm not that old yet. Then why is there a rocking chair in your room? Because it's comfy. Right. Right. It's for that arth that's for that arthritic hip of yours. No, not a hip. It was terrible. <laughs> I had to walk uphill both ways in the snow to get to the convention. <laughs> Damn kids in their segways. Okay. I think that's just about it. Um, as for scheduling note, um, we the chances are this will probably be our last episode for the month. Because after this episode, we have New York Comic Con and another anime convention, AAC. It just all depends on how it all comes together. We may have time to do an episode next week. We may be able to tape it up some next week or the week after. We will see. But as for information, as for a couple things I wanted to do, like such as the check-ins for the VOD podcast, we should be getting on that probably around November, December. Once we can get like a solid month of podcasts out to you. If we can do that and take care of some other things, we'll definitely be part of that so you can so you can earn loot and get a lot of points for it. And I think that's the last of everything. So, any last words? I want to go to this bar in Japan. Oh god, you would. I do. It's a women-only masturbation bar. <laughs> what? It's actually, it's, um, it's like a women's club. And they actually, you're able to go in there and openly discuss masturbation. The only way guys are allowed in is if they're like on a date with a woman. That's the only way they're able to go in. And not like the bar doesn't just stock um, like beers and wines and alcohols. They actually stock sex toys too. Wow. Only in Japan. Or I should say only in Tokyo. And of course it's... Um, like really popular uh, uh, amongst the uh, Japanese adult film industry. <laughs> but yeah, I want to go. Well, I got nothing. How about you, Ari? <laughs> I've got, I've got additional overtime coming to me tomorrow. The only problem is it starts at six o'clock in the morning. I think you should jump. I think you should go to bed like right now. Yeah, I'm thinking that too. So I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Who produced, deliberately broke the podcast with a news article at the end of the, at the end of the episode. I had to get it in, I'm sorry. Uh, get it in, she said. Hello. <laughs> God, you're terrible. Just terrible. Yes, I am, but you love me anyway. I love you as far as I can throw you. And that's not very far at all. Yeah. Say goodnight, mako Good night, Michael Chan. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session AJS Productions. There were no fanboys or fangirls hurt, maimed, or killed during this episode. This time.
The views and opinions on this show do not reflect the entire staff or network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. And if you would like a transcript of today's podcast, start typing. Visit us at AnimeJamSession.com and VOGNetwork.com for more information about the show. See you next time.